If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing you shall receive. Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Do you believe that the Bible is God's word? Then why aren't you talking right? Welcome to All Things Are Possible podcast with your host, S.T. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised word of God in bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, S.T. Smith. Hello and welcome to this episode of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, S.T. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. So now you and I can take dominion over this planet. So let's get started on that. So with the Bible open on the screen in front of me, let's look at this week's nugget. Even those in medical science have found Proverbs 18.21 to be true. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. One time I heard of a doctor who told of a situation that occurred in his practice. When he told one of his patients that she needed an operation, she said, she got frightened. She said, oh no, if, if you operate on me, I'll die. And you know, because of that, he wouldn't perform the needed surgery. He dismissed her from the hospital. Later on, a young colleague approached the doctor and said, you know, I heard you dismiss that patient. You said needed an operation. Why? The doctor said, look, I wouldn't touch her because she was speaking things that would bring death. Wow. The doctor was aware of the power of words. I also heard about a, a, a neurosurgeon in Wisconsin who treated people by what he called word therapy. He has a patient do what he calls mental exercises for 15 minutes a day. For example, someone with high blood pressure says for 15 minutes a day, my blood pressure is 120 over 80. The doctor said whether or not the patient understands what he's saying makes no difference. His body knows and will obey him. A person with sugar diabetes says for 15 minutes a day, my pancreas secretes sufficient insulin for this body. And the neurosurgeon said that the patient doesn't even have to know what his pancreas is or what it does. His body knows and will obey his voice. Isn't that something? He said, I don't know why it works, but it does. Well, we know that the why is Mark 11.23. It's just taken medical science 2,000 years to find out that Jesus knew what he was talking about. The doctor gave as an illustration a hopeless case, a lady who had terminal cancer. And the doctors have done all they could for her. She, she, she'd been in a terrible pain. But after three weeks of word therapy, all the pain left her body. Isn't that amazing? Three months later, x-rays showed no sign of cancer. She was totally healed. Look, this is not mind over matter. It's God's word over all that matters. God told Adam to have dominion over the earth. And that dominion was through his words. So confess daily that every disease germ and every virus that touches your body will die instantly. Subdue it. Take dominion over it. Some people may say, you must think you're God just because you won't bow down to all the circumstances of life. Jesus said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say into the sycamine tree, 
be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Look, words created your body. Words created everything. Jesus said the sycamine tree would obey you. The sycamine tree isn't smarter than your body. It's an inanimate object. It will obey you. Circumstances will obey you. Words will affect your body. They will cause you to be healed or remain sick. Medical science discovered years ago that about 70% of all sickness comes from what people say or do. Many sicknesses are spiritual. For example, getting into strife or harboring unforgiveness are spiritual problems, but they can cause physical problems. You know, I believe in years to come, the medical profession is going to find cures for various diseases, and that most of those are going to come from the book of Proverbs. Many of the diseases we see today aren't going to be cured until people learn to believe and speak right. Proverbs 16, 23 to 24 says, The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Wow. Proverbs 17, 22 says, A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. The words you speak are powerful. They can release healing forces. They'll bring life or death, healing or destruction. Remember, Jesus said in Matthew 12 that our words come from what's really in our hearts. And remember that the word heart is used mainly to denote the inward, mental, and moral makeup of a person. Some of the things scripture describes as part of the heart are imagination of thought and, and conscience. This is why I talk so much about making sure your imagination is trained properly. Remember, we compared our minds to a computer, uh, to fertile ground, remember that? Whatever we plant in there will reproduce in our physical world, good or bad. <laughs> remember, garbage in, garbage out. We want to make sure the software we use to program our minds and our imagination is the word of God. Words are so powerful that Jesus said in verse 36, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Wow. Most translations render the Greek word argos, which was translated idle here in the King James Version. It translated as careless. Argos literally means inactive. That is unemployed by implication, lazy, useless according to Strong's Concordance. The Amplified Bible Classic Edition says this, inoperative, non-working words. Listen, God won't accept the excuse, oh, I didn't mean anything by that, when we stand before him. We'll be held accountable for our words, Proverbs 18, 21. If we think about that, we'll watch our conversations a little more closely. The next verse says, for by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. Okay, so here's a short summary of some of the nuggets we talked about over the last few podcasts. Success comes as you meditate on and speak God's word. You are the one who determines your own success. Giving God's word first place in your life builds a shield of faith around you. 
speaking faith-filled words attracts God's blessings to you the same way a magnet attracts metal. Speak abundance before the need arises. If you see a problem coming, speak to it and command it to be removed. Resist lack like you would resist the devil himself. Keep God's word in your mouth until Jesus comes. And you know, make this a way of life. So, do you believe the Bible is God's word? I'm confident you do, or you sure wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Listen, all this power and authority comes from knowing Jesus as your personal savior and allowing his words to take first place in your heart and mind. If you've never done that, and you would like to walk in the power of God, it starts by accepting that Jesus died for your sins, past, present, and future. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10 and verse 13, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and will believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, I believe you're a whosoever. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. Now you need the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to start taking dominion over the curveballs life throws at you and to heal the sick and to cast out devils. And you know, all you need to do is ask. In Luke chapter 11, verses 10 and 13, it says, For everyone that asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and to him that knocks it shall be opened. If you know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? All you have to do is ask, believe, and receive. Pray this with me. Father, I recognize my need for your power to live this new life. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. By faith, I receive it right now. Thank you for baptizing me in your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. Congratulations, the Lord promised that he would give you the Holy Spirit and to all that who asked him in faith. If you believe his promise, you're filled with God's supernatural power. Now listen some syllables from a language you don't recognize will, will rise up from your heart to your mouth. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 14. As you speak them out loud by faith, you're releasing God's power from within and building yourself up in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. Like this. Go ahead. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and don't try to figure this out with your mind. This is a spiritual language. You can do this whenever and wherever you like. You can start, you can stop whenever you want. You know, someone told me one time that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He won't force you to do anything. He won't force you to pray. You have to speak it out in faith. And it doesn't really matter whether you felt anything or not when you prayed to receive Jesus or his Holy Spirit. Feelings have nothing to do with it. 
It's spiritual. If you believed in your heart that you received, then God's word promises you he did. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Mark eleven twenty four. You know, God always honors his word. Believe it. Listen, if you would like me to agree with you in prayer about something, according to Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, then send an email to atapintl at proton.me. It's in the description below. Let's make 2024 your best year ever. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's Word.